Hello, everyone. I am Isabel Zimmerman, a full-time Ascension teacher. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I have a friend, uh, Dominic Zenden, that is with us. He is physically located in England, and he is amazing. And I am so grateful to have connected with him. And you are just gonna spend a little time with us as we talk about all sorts of things. So Dominic, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi Isabel, thanks for having me on the podcast. Lovely to, to be able to see you and talk with you and connect to you and your listeners. And I'm basically a very ordinary guy who sees energy and does things like writing about the energy that have the people has around them or have around them. So that's how I come to be. But I'm also interested in everything. So if you've got you know, something I'm passionate about, anything paranormal, anything out of the ordinary, I like mysteries. I want to be able to solve stuff. I don't want anything that isn't um, isn't there. I want to be able to find what's behind things. So I'm not a fantasist. I just want to know. So, and I think of how we try to work forward in life by bringing new knowledge into life. So I'm very much out for meeting people that have new ways of understanding things and new ways of thinking and, and perhaps are pushing the, the mankind forward a little bit of some of the ways that we have thought in the past. I agree. You know, um, I would say on my journey of remembering or greater understanding or psychic ability, whatever you would like to call that, right? Um, it's a process and it's really being open-minded and curious. So the fact that you have this curiosity is wonderful and it's probably allowed you to see energy, yeah, this curiosity. I, yeah, I like the fact that it's always been there. It's comfortable for me now. But I also think that when we listen and we calm, we hear so much more. And that allows us to be authentic. Because as soon as we reach into our authentic selves, we know what we resonate at and we know where we want to be, what frequency that really appeals to us. And when we find that frequency, it's like two sides of a jigsaw coming together, isn't it? And then the curiosity comes in. And I want to know more and understand more. And I want to go and teach people and get their reactions. And I want to learn from everyone. And it's that sort of enthusiasm that is infectious. And the more people that have that infectious enthusiasm, the, the quicker we learn, don't we? Yes. So I just want to share um, with my friends out there, Dominic came into my field of awareness because Gary Temple Bodley had a reading done by Dominic on his aura. And I read um, what Dominic saw. Gary had to send him a picture, a full body picture. And then Dominic read what was the the outer aura is represents what again, Dominic? Okay, yeah. What I do is I look at full length color photographs of people and I work out their energy fields in the real in the domain of auras. That's what people understand them as. They can be known as the human atmosphere, but um, I like to think of it as the aura. And the outer aura is the protective shell 
of people's energy. So when you look at an outer aura, what you will see is you'll see an orange outline. Sometimes you get a double. Occasionally I get a triple. But on the whole, it's a, it's a single outline that has a various shade of orange. And that is the protective shell of our human energies. It's, once we realize that, then we can actually start to protect it because it becomes a part of our being, which it's always been. But because we don't see it and we don't feel it, and don't sense it sometimes, we don't really recognize it. And as soon as we do, we can start to work with it. And it allows us so much more freedom because it keeps our energy in one place. There's no more tired days. It's like, if you're tired, let's do something about it. Let's find out why. Let's find out what's happening with that outer aura. Yeah. Um... So, okay, so Gary had this done. He yes. also had his, he did um, his friend, um, Bruce. Yes, um, I remember Bruce. Yeah, He did his longtime friend. And then Tracy Deloise is my longtime friend. And you did Tracy Deloise. Did I do Tracy as well, did I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so here I am. I read Tracy's. I read Gary's. I didn't read Bruce, um, but I didn't. I don't know Bruce very well, but I know Tracy and Gary, right? Okay. And then you did a podcast with Gary, and you um, looked at his aura when he was channeling the, the non-physical entities called Joshua, right? I did. Yes, that was really interesting. That was it. Was great to do. Yes. Yeah. So interesting, right? Yes, and, it was. Um, okay. So then Dominic, and, and um, I was very interested. And then Dominic did a podcast with Ashley Goner. And I had done a podcast with Ashley. And you were inspired to listen to my podcast. Yes. Yeah. Be, you see, before I went to actually do the podcast cast with Ashley, my my sort of my temperament, my sort of sense of fun, I wanted to deep delve into Ashley and find out as much as I could about her and her interviewing technique and all the other things. And you were one of the podcasts that I listened to in, in my research to go on the, the Ashley Gonna Uncover Your Magic um, podcast. So that was part of that. And I love doing that because it gives me that dynamic that I I want to understand where where people are and how they respond and how they talk and what they want to ask you and it just gives you that little bit of insight doesn't it so yeah. you were one of those um, people I listen to with interest right so isn't that funny so out of all her sessions out of all his pod all her podcasts he listened to my connection with Ashley who Ashley took the um, boot camp course with Gary and that's how Gary and Ashley are connected, and that's how Ashley and I got connected through Gary. It's okay. a long line of dominoes, isn't it? Right? Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm just showing how spirit's working. So, um, Dominic, Facebook requests me, and I said, because I hear from spirit, yes or no. And I heard yes, and I just said yes. And I did not connect at this point of who he 
was like, cause I kind of knew of you, Dominic, but I didn't know <laughs> you. Right. No, I just heard. Yes. And then Dominic, um, messaged me. And so we're texting back and forth and I'm still, it hasn't clicked who Dominic is, right? Happens all the time. <laughs> and then um, I said, hey, do you want to chat right now? I was again inspired and I knew, so spirit is telling me he was in the mystery schools with you, dear one. So they're talking, they're telling me about Dominic. And I went, oh my gosh, he was in the mystery schools. That is so cool. And uh, so then we chatted. And then as soon as I heard his voice, I went, oh, my gosh, I know who this Dominic is now. Right. <laughs> so I was so grateful that he reached out to me. So today, so uh, there was um, a pot, a podcast Zoom call yesterday. And um, I was ordering your book, by the way, and I really okay. wanted it in Kindle. And I went, son of a gun, because I wanted to read it okay. before we had this call, but it was only in paperback. So um, so I'm like, all right, I'll have to read it after. But um, one of the interesting things is I'll get the knowing of somebody's aura colors, like spirit will tell me, right? Okay, yeah. And I had, uh, I can see the white light around someone, the very bright yeah. white line. Okay. And I, for the past two days, I've been going to the gym and I've been staring at people. And, <laughs> That's brilliant. And I took a picture of myself and I see the white light and it's just started to split. Brilliant. And I'm like so excited. So today in the shower, it's easier for me to be on a white background personally. <laughs> I've okay. tried it black and white just to see. Yeah. And I saw pale blue. Lovely. I've been seeing a lot of pale blue around okay. my hand, around my head. Um, and that's the only color so far. But I'm well, so excited. So guess so spirit says to me, my child, we put Dominic in your life because you must see energy with your human eyes. He is but a piece to the puzzle that he was destined as a pre-birth intention to open up this ability within you. And how wonderful is that, dear one? So I am so grateful okay. that you came into my life in this here and now to really open up this ability because um, one of the things that I experienced um, I'm beginning to see portals of light with my human eyes. Okay. Okay. And it kind of scared me because like, it's, it's not typical for a human to see these energetic portals. And sometimes Dominic, I see like, it's hard to describe. Like if you looked out the window, you know, that that's a dimension, you know, like that's outside. You know, okay. it's not a photograph, right? Okay. So I'm seeing, I saw an energetic portal. It was literally round with like swirling gas around it. And it was nighttime and I saw a boat mast, uh, a bridge and water. 
And it okay. was like I was looking outside and it was floating up in the middle of my room. Okay. Magic. And I I would I when these things happen to me, I'm always like, Am I dreaming? Is this real? Right. And then I'll look around, like I'll change my gaze, and then I'll look back and it's like, nope, that's there. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's the frequency. You're yeah. learning to actually tune into frequencies. But, um, people don't know what they don't know. And there is so much that we're learning every day from each other. The, the, the understanding of frequencies is that the dimensions that we live in are far wider than what we actually understand or realize. And that's the frequency of colors, the frequencies of speech, sound, understanding of taste, smells, all the things that we feel that we have our senses, you know, incapable of doing, we are capable. So the first thing that we ever do is realize. So that realization of that vision that you had, that that extra understanding is giving you a, a new incentive to look. And because you've seen it once, your realization is there. So it's now authentic. So you've got the intent to go and search further. And that's what it does. It's like a little trail of footprints or breadcrumbs that you can follow. And if you're really, really connected to thinking about it, you will follow it closely. And it will be a part of your existence, part of your life. And then you'll teach others. So how wonderful is it to be able to share information that others may not really quite see themselves, but also have the knowledge to go and find them for themselves? Yeah, and so you you're holding my energetic hand, Dominic. Well, you, I think we hold each other's. Yeah, so you're really helping me, and I'm not so scared anymore. Okay, well, fear is always the limiting factor, isn't it, of being authentic? Always. And if you can actually cut through the fear, because it's it's only a human fear. Remember, you've had many lifetimes on many different planets, many different realms. You've done many different um, things. You've experienced many different areas and you're doing it now. It's all spontaneous. It's all the same synchronicity as you were all those other lifetimes, all those future lifetimes. All that knowledge is within you. You just have to be able to unlock it by believing. And that belief comes through experience because let's face it, we are all skeptics, aren't we? We don't just believe because someone tells us so. It's it's not that intelligent just to think, oh yes, that person tells me this, so we're gonna be right. It's um it's not about that. It's about being able to be told where to look and then being able to find that yourself. And that's primarily what you're doing because you're aware now of auras. You're aware that people have white light around them and you're aware that that light splits into seven ways and you're aware that those lights mix and you're aware of the three layers of the aura. You're aware of the messages that that brings and the understanding that that helps us create with people. So all that awareness is now taking you up into a, a new way of actually incorporating it into your being. So that's got to be good, hasn't it? Because it all because I went on Gary... Temple Bodley's podcast, which is a crazy, crazy thing that we all connect to. And if it's anything like that, Isabel, my life's been mental for the last um, three months since I've been on Gary's um, podcast because everyone's coming at me. You know, it's, it's like everyone's meeting me and I say, I heard you. And I say, well, what do you hear me? Oh, Gary. 
Gary's show. <laughs> no one else is just Gary's show. And I'm thinking, yeah. ah, okay, thanks, Gary. That's really kind of you. But it's it's that sort of um, energy beginning, isn't it? It's like um, creating a brand new existence around people because of the awareness. Because six months ago, nobody really in America was aware of anything that I did. It's wonderful. And so um, I am gathering the teachers. I'm creating events. And, um, you know, absolutely. I think it's very important for humans to understand this electric magnetic field that is expressed in a color frequency, but it's very real. Oh, the color frequencies are amazing. Once you start to understand that every color has a frequency and every emotion has a frequency that's linked to a color, and then you start to see the other things that are linked into frequency and color, then we start to communicate, not just with words, but with real colors. And we can then communicate. Can you imagine being able to understand someone just by looking at their aura? You're not having to talk. You're just having to be in that person's energy field. And you can start to understand their emotions, their personality. It is what the spirit is saying to me. It is our form of telepathic abilities. And it is bringing awareness of vulnerability because you have to be transparent when you are seeing when more and more uh, folks awaken to seeing auras, right? Um, And giving them the permission slip to see auras because they can, they just don't believe it yet. Right. But um, it allows, it's opening up that transparency transparency and vulnerability because you cannot hide because those colors are radiating from uh, uh, the, the person, right? Everything, everything. everything. The colors radiate from everything that you see. Everything's so you got yeah, right. a unique color signature. Right. And so when you see a color and frequency in the other, then it also helps you understand your own color and frequency. It's always a mirror and a multi-prong effect because, you know, Dominic can see my aura. I I can't hide from him. I mean, he's not saying what he's seeing right now, right? (laughs) But I am aware that he's seeing my vibration where I am in this moment. Yeah. See, I'm much better when people don't know because I can just go in and relax and people aren't asking me questions or so I can just have a look. And and that's quite a nice place to be. Now the genie's out of the bottle. People know what I do and they're a bit more aware of where I am. And they they don't really get that Zoom is such a great um, instrument for me because I can see people and understand what they're thinking and where they're going. But also in a room of people, I like to be anonymous at the back, just looking around. I don't like people to know. So if I ever come into a room and I, before I do a masterclass or a, a talk, I go in and sit down and just sit quietly at the back in the shadows and watch because it gives me that edge where I can actually start talking to the people that want to interact with me. And I've done that for oh, as long as I can remember. You know, auras have been a part of my life since I was six years old. I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've always been a part of me. I've always had the understanding that I want to teach everyone how to read them. 
I want to teach everyone. I don't, I, if everyone can incorporate it into their lives, the relationships, the dynamics, the way that we act, the way that we treat each other, you know, the kindness that it brings to people, is this going to change some of the aspects of the world? Because when it we're is. kind to each other, it's just it amazing. It, so it, it, um, it's helping with our telepathic abilities. They're saying it is also helping us with connectivity. They are also saying your call to teach auras is helping the humans think energetically. It is moving, it's shifting us from that paradigm of linear thinking and, and dualistic thinking on and off into the quantum state thinking and synchronicities and energetic yeah. thinking. Yeah, what I love about it, if I was to paraphrase all that, Isabel, into one word, it would be that we become synchronized to each other. So we understand the empathy, we understand when people are going through tough times, which we all do, we have an empathy towards it. So we're not too judgmental. We take off all those negative, what I look at as red and blacks and purple energies, and we start to mix in the yellows and the light blues and the greens and the, and the lovely gorgeous golds that allows everyone just to relax and be their authentic selves. Because how many people, right, you've been in business, I've been in business, when you come across people in corporate settings, how many people are authentic? Oh, my goodness. They, um, they are hiding. They are not authentic. Um, and, in, and I'm being called to go on LinkedIn and talk about these spiritual practices and esoteric teachings, I would say, uh, to the business units. Yeah, I think that what it is, is that because the capitalist system is so money orientated, we all want to actually create this wealth and this, this wealth actually creates fear because we always want to create a little bit more and a little bit more. And as soon as we realize there's enough for everyone and we can be authentic in that approach to life, then there's no need then to be protective of what we want to create. And then we start creating this understanding and connection and well-being, and it just becomes so much easier. But the problem with corporates is when you go into them, they're all fearful of you. Whenever I go and do corporates and do interviews, which I've, I can tell you some funny stories about interviews I've sat in on, Isabel, yeah, as we touched on the subject, yeah, some really funny stories of people, they go to an interview, and can you imagine it, right? These big television companies, they interview people, and I'm sat with the executive while they interview, and they say, tell me about Isora, Dominic. <laughs> and this guy goes, what? <laughs> no, tell me about Isora. Is he been authentic right now? And I, I sit there having to be able to find that authenticity in that person. And that's an amazing big shock to people that come from a world of just high science. It's just like, well, where's that come from? I didn't expect that at the interview. So it's an amazing way of understanding where people are, whether they're going to reach out and accept or whether they're going to go, oh, no, I can't cope. <laughs> so it's a, it's a great it's a great thing. I, I quite enjoy doing that for a time. And I think it's a, a really high learning curve when you see people, you know, rebound from it rather than accept it. 
you and I, we just accept it because we know. <laughs> yeah, we have no, no questions, do we? We just say, right, okay, how can this benefit us? How can we learn from this? How can we become better, you know, mortals through this? Whereas some people go, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to be seen. I want to hide. <laughs> don't don't bring Dominic around, you know, because he'll tell us what I really like. And and that is, I think, something we can eliminate. We can eliminate the fear just by being able to teach. Because once we teach, everyone knows. I agree. I agree. And um, just so you know, Dominic, where um, I'm gathering a bunch of teachers to do an empowerment summit in Rome, Italy. Okay. And it's just at its conception. And I would love for you to be a speaker and talk around <laughs> well, it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds fabulous. But the, the understanding, you know, Rome, what a fantastic place to actually go and talk and meet people like mind and bring people in that are actually curious. Because yeah. that's the word, isn't it? It was very, it was, um, it was so interesting how spirit um, inspired me to do this. And I've been working on it for a little bit and I'm allowing it to unfold. But so the Romans has had such an impact on our thoughts and ideology and culture. Absolutely. And so there, there is some awareness and, you know, I'm just gonna use the human word healing right? Yes, but yeah. it's really acceptance of where we were yeah. and allow it to be and then move into love to allow okay. that fear and control to release and move more into the love frequency. So yeah. to me, that's what healing is. Uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's just that process. I'm describing that process with one word healing, right? I'm nodding rigorously in agreement. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, um, and spirit was like pretty insistent. And uh, there's a goddess Isis temple in Rome. And the, I mean, they, they've been pretty insistent. And they say, we would like for you to create this empowerment summit. Wow. This sounds so exciting, you know, because Italy is a very, very spiritual country and very, very based on spiritual beliefs and understandings. And I live in England, as, as some of your listeners may know, and we have such a connection to the Romans. You know, all our language, you know, through, is through Latin and our history is through the infrastructure the Romans left behind. So we're still um, living with that energy right now, today, in, in modern times. So it's, it's an amazing place to choose straight away. It's a, it's a center. It's a hub of energy and vibration. And if you look at some of the ley lines, they go straight through the middle of Rome. So it's, um, it's an amazing location. And I think that people will be drawn to it to not only to be fascinated by what, what can be said, but what can be said that hasn't been preordained. Because yeah, it's yeah. about uncovering the stuff that we've yet to uncover. And you bring people all into this conversation. What you're doing is you're starting a brand new conversation. Now, yes. that, that's exciting because you don't know where new conversations lead. All because we're accepting that everyone has a role to play and also the understanding of uncovering the new knowledge that we're all looking for. Because that knowledge is there. Yes, it absolutely is. And it's funny. So spirit wants me to talk about sexual trauma. I'm like, really? That's my topic? 
That's what I okay. have to talk you about for an hour. No, no, let's, Isabel, let's, let's, look, look, you chose it, right? I know you, I did. You, you accept responsibility because you said, this is me, I'll do that, I'll talk about this. Yeah, um, I'll put my hands up and say, yeah. I mean, I chose auras, you know. <laughs> you know? No, but, I crack up laughing. I just cracked up laughing. I know. It's it's great, isn't it, how we all become aware of each other because of the things that we've preordained. Yeah. And yeah, and that preordained, we've probably all done it together. We probably all sat in that room in that college, all saying, What bit would you like to take back to you in your mortal life and teach the teach the universe? And yeah. you said, well, I'll, I'll do sexual. <laughs> yeah, I'll energy. do sexual healing. I, well, and I also, it's the gather the teachers. So, I mean, I'm really glad I chose that because I love meeting the teachers. I just, man, it's my yeah. bliss. There, there are so many fabulous people to meet. There, yeah. There's just so many, but they all need someone to pull them together because they're like individual little balls of energy, aren't they, all around the world? Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've got all this communication capability and we've learned how to use it, you know, <laughs> in yeah. my case is quite miraculous, but we've learned how to use it. Now we can start pulling them closer because there's no yeah. limit to what we can discuss. No. Yeah. No. Just think of it that way. You just think of the, the limitless areas of thought that we can bring into the equations. So yeah. meeting meeting these people, it's just amazing. You, you've done this before, Isabel. You've met people at conferences and you've known the people that you get drawn to and the ones that just sort of stand there and just pull out of the way because they're just repeaters. You know this. And there's people oh, yeah. that are uh, innovators who actually bring all the new energy and all the new thoughts and this is what we can do together and this is what I want to share with everyone and then you get the ones that I know I'm going to keep this to myself because this is mine and you can tell the different energies because the energies that are active that are wanting to share are so brighter they're so much more curvaceous in their approach to life and they're passionate and you can't stop them when they start so we know that <laughs> and so we just got to pull them together Yes, absolutely. And it's so fun because we get to create a new energetic pattern. Yeah. And, and who knows where it goes? Yeah. Yeah. We because have that's, no idea. I love that. It's like being placed on a line, isn't it? That it's a circle that you can run as fast as you want to run. And you'll always come back, but you don't know how far it's going to be before you start coming back on yourself. It's going to give us such a, a, a common bond. And you're talking Italy is the hub of Europe, isn't it? It's right in the center of the, of, the, of the world as we know it. And that's going to bring everyone together. That's the drawstring. That's going to bring people from the continents of, you know, East, East countries and West countries coming together and, you know, just mixing their cultures and mixing their belief structures because we've been doing that anyway. But now we can do it properly. Yeah, so, so exciting. Yeah, so exciting. That sounds great. It also is a fantastic time for people like yourself, Isabel, to meet these individuals mm-hmm. because you can talk to them and we can do voice and we can talk, but until you meet them, you don't actually know them because their energies are individual and they're quite powerful people. You know, you pick up their energy as soon as they walk into a room or start speaking. 
you'll pick up the energies and it's like, wow, these guys are really good. These people know what they're, what they're wanting to know. And there'll be something in there that we've never even considered that we've never even thought about that's then going to be brought into our consciousness. That's exciting. So exciting. And, you know, spirit. Um, so I've the past year, 21, I've met a lot of teachers and uh, they had told me, um, it's time to gather the teachers. So I said, okay. And I really thought, to be honest with you, Dominic, I thought I was going to physically gather them. But the process was really to gather them virtually first and getting to know them. And now they said to me, okay, now it's time for you to physically gather. Now it's time. And I went, okay. And uh, it's so funny. So I talked to some other teachers and they're like, well, how's it going to work with the whole COVID thing and traveling and passports and all this? And I said to them, I have no idea, but the call is so strong. I'm just going to prepare like it's cleared. Isabel, you have no need to know. There is no need to know. Yeah, but we don't need to know. Um, The the fact is when things are happening, they happen organically. They happen because of the ideas are there. And if we start going into detail about everything and how it's going to happen and why it's going to happen and what's going to happen from it, what's the point? It's just being able to be in that energy, let it flow, you know, just trust in the process and surrender to that process. Let it go and just be enjoying of the fact that we can do it. It's, it's no, there's no problems. There's only yeah. people that create them. And yeah. it's just being able to say, look, let's just stop. Just do it. Just enjoy it. Just surrender. Just let go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And it's true, Dominic. It's like, you know, the, that concern or fear was brought up and I was just like, yep, it's not my concern. You know, I'm looking for a library. I want a museum. I spoke to Max around the location. Um, you know, now we're building up our curriculum and our content and it's all good. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you're in New York, aren't you? In, yeah, I'm in North Carolina right now, but that's New York uh, East Coast time. Right. OK, because I, I never because I'm, I'm just getting used to this time difference thing. And yeah, I, I know. I, I, Me too. I'm doing doing so much around California and Los Angeles and all that area. And then I'm also doing things in New York and there's sort of quite a lot of difference. For someone who doesn't believe in time, it does not get in the way, doesn't it? <laughs> in our mortal yeah. worlds. Yeah. yeah. The, but the, the nice thing about it is there's such a lot of people coming together. I feel it. Me too. It, I feel it. And, um, you know, Spirit has been like talking to me um, really extensively last year, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year, they were saying to me, Uh, There's going to be a lot of change, Isabel, a lot of change. The change that would normally take 50 years is going to be done in the next two years. Hold on to your hat. Okay. I I really believe, right, that all the knowledge that has ever been is there. I believe that. I don't believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're just being able to become aware of certain things that lead us to the next you know ray of knowledge and that is what's happening right now and what you'll see is in our terms the acceleration is really fast but the necessity for that acceleration 
is needed because we have divisions in so many countries and we need to bring people on the same understandings. We can't have divisions. We can't have people being different or thinking that they have different ways of being. We're all the same, we're all energetic spirit and we need to understand that. And the sooner we can actually get that into our consciousness, the easier we'll have and the better our children's lives and their children's lives and generations into the future because it will save everything. It will create a planet of abundance rather than a planet of you know greed and selfishness. So let's get it done. Let's get it moving. Let's start this because the, the more we can do it. And the exciting thing is, you remember, how did you feel when you knew that I did auras and you could read an aura profile and you'd never seen an aura profile in your life? You never come across anyone that did that and you see it and you go, wow, I didn't know that existed. Well, that's the next few years. You're going to be going, wow, quite a lot of times because there's going to be so much that you didn't know existed that it's going to be there. And you're going to go, wow, this is great. And it's going to be like children with big eyes, isn't it? It's so good. It's so great. It's so, um, you know, and it's interesting, Dominic, my personal journey, you know, um, they had said to me, Isabel, you need to cast doubts and any fears around seeing energy. And I said, okay, but here's the thing with, um, you know, just being human, it's undoing all the uh, conditioning, it's examining your own fears, it's, you know, is it, am I afraid of the unknown? Can I stand in the unknown? Can I be secure in the unknown? Okay. You know, let me, give, if, let, let me give you some perspective on that. You cl close your eyes right now. Okay. Close your eyes. What do you see? I actually see my um, green light within me. Yeah. So, so what you're seeing is your health and your well-being and your way of being able to facilitate that health and well-being. So what that's telling me is that you need to look after the things that keep you safe and well. So things like your diet, things like your understanding of the food that you eat, the exercises that you do, all the things that are tuning into your body, that is the things that you need to be able to concentrate on. All the rest will look after itself. Everything else. Yeah. yeah. And I have. I've been um, really tuning into my body. Yeah. You know, well, exercising and going for yeah. hikes and yeah, yeah making sure you eat the right foods you stay off yeah. alcohol and meat yeah. and yeah. all the things that weigh you down and really push your energy into a different level because we're all brought up with things that are no good for us and as soon as we start to accept that that's not the way to be that we don't need to be in that particular vibration then yeah. everything else, all that energy you've got inside, because you've got massive loads of energy, haven't you? You can see it, right? You've got loads. When you're oh, in go, yeah. you yeah. go, and then you stop. You know, you don't just, there's no in-betweens with you. It's like, I'm going to run, and then I'm going to stop. Then I'm going to run, and then I'm going to stop again. So when you're in that mode, we've got to be able to run for as long as possible. Yes. You know, it's, it's okay to stop, you know, no problem at all. We have to be able to stop and rest, and then run again. And that's where they're teaching you is they're teaching you to know when to pause. 
know when to extend that knowledge of who you are, know when you've hit your limit, and then extend those limits when you're back to a better place. And those things matter to us. We have to listen to what we're being told. And who tells us? We do. All ourselves, our past selves, our future selves, our now self. We know, but we don't listen sometimes. So if we listen and we calm and we listen, then we know. And as soon as we know, it's just a way of just being able to bring it into reality. So that's the, that's the process. It's a great process. It is. It is. And um, I took a bath. Good. Good. Of the call uh, yesterday or whenever that was. And um, so, nice. so thank you. It's so nice to do that, isn't it? It is so nice how we miss it. We don't ever think of it because we're always getting into the quick into the fast, we want to be out of the shower within three minutes and you know, we do our hair fast, we do everything fast. And as soon as we allow that extra 20 minutes, it takes all the energy off you. You, know, you think of all the people that you've been shoulder to shoulder with in the last three weeks. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so I put orange essential oil in the water. Yep, about three to four drops. Yep, that's what I did. Yeah, and I submerged myself. I heard them say the, they want yep. me to completely submerge just for a little bit. Yes, I said okay, and then the amount of energy coming from my hands going into the water was amazing. I was it. just like, oh my gosh, it was yeah. like it was so cool i mean yeah. the water felt completely different um because i like swimming in the ocean but it's cold now but um it was so cool and then i don't know how long i was in there i didn't care um okay. and then they said okay my child you're done you can go take your shower now yeah and then that was it and i was just yeah. like oh my gosh it's, it's a great thing, isn't it? See, there's no coincidence that you like swimming in the ocean because salt water and, you know, it, it's your natural attraction to do that. But in a, in a nice warm bath with some orange oil in the water and yeah. just soaking and getting rid of all those stickies, those impurities that people yeah. stick onto you because you shine, you know, it's, it's just an amazing feeling. And you'll come out and the next few days, you'll feel great. You'll feel really energized and you'll feel like you can do anything. And if everyone knew that, everyone would be in the bath. Everyone would be actually submerging themselves into warm water because we've got the ability and the infrastructure to do that. So why don't we? So it's just an amazing way of cleansing the energy around us. And you'll find it so nice. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be long. Like, um, again, I wasn't paying attention to how long I was, but my fingers had pruned. I okay. went, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. About 20 yeah. minutes is, is probably about the length of time that we can have it. We don't really want to be getting in it to, to, to too long a, a stop. But what we will do is it will realign the energy centers. And you'll start feeling that you want to taste other things now. So you may have actually started to experiment with a few different tastes in your mouth since you've done that because we start to go through the little subtle tastes. So things like mint, 
Mint yeah. is going to be so good for you. You don't take mint at the moment, or if you do, it takes very, very rarely. But yeah. mint in your diet would be amazing for your digestion because okay. what you, you don't have, you, you, you have this sort of um, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop sort of areas, and your routines don't really fit. You know, that you have this sort of really um, fragmented routine around your life, and maybe just the way you live. But mint actually helps your digestion, which in turn will help your body relax and it will know what time it is. At the moment, you don't know what time it is. You haven't got a clue. Yeah, you just don't yeah. know. And look at that spiritual, but our body needs to know when to and how to. And if yeah. we can actually use that, we can actually then the body relaxes. And when the body isn't working hard, the body then can be ours. And we can use that energy that we have, extra energy, to go and listen to our own soul, our own self, talking about all the things that we probably already know, but just reconnect to them. And yeah. it just takes that in. You'll be doing that now. Yeah, I um, I really get outside every day. I really okay. try to go for a walk every day. I go to the gym, but um, I really, I really get outside. Yeah. And that's, did, that's my grounding time. Right. Okay. Did you know that on an aura profile, when people send me an aura profile, I can see the air that they're breathing. So I know if they cool. live in, in cities or live on the coast, Neat. or they live near factories or whether they're yeah. drinking water that is a little bit more toxic than other people, you can see it because the toxicity in their body changes. And yeah. people don't realize that if they live by big motorway injunctions and the lead and the, the chemicals in their body changes. So yeah. when we live in the big cities, we really are affected by the air that we breathe and all the other things, because we never notice that, do we? We never think, wow, I'm breathing this air, but what's the quality like? So you've been given that almost telepathically to go out there and walk in woods yeah. and probably in places where the air is clearer and more brighter. So you can think clearer. Now, yeah, I usually live and it's funny because I like small towns. Yeah. I like small towns. I don't like cities. No, I don't mind visiting cities, but I agree with you. Like I yeah. feel it. Yeah. Like I need yeah. to get out and yeah. just go to no, the country. It's, it's much too much, isn't it? It's much yeah, I mean, too I, much. I, I can't sit in crowds. I've never been able to sit with loads of people in a crowd and I find it very draining being in that environment. So, I mean, I live on the, on the East coast in England. I live right by the sea and right by the broads, which is a national water park all because it's so quiet out here. And I can actually have that quietness and that peace and I can go for a walk on the beach and never see a soul. And awesome. it's, it's no coincidence yeah, I never had any idea where I was coming here. And I just listened and I went through the process of being able to just go with surrender to. And that's where I came into this. So coming into places like New York City, right, is quite scary for a guy who lives outside of that environment because it's so the energy. Seriously, the energy is I agree. So, so hectic. I agree. And I've been to Paris and I've been. You know, I used to live in Connecticut and it was only an hour and a half drive into the city. And so when out of town guests would come visit me, yes. they would always want to go to New York City. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And like the restaurants are great and the food is great. And of course there's Broadway and all of that. But, you know, I dreaded it. I dreaded it. I, cause I lived in Connecticut and it was all woods. It was yeah. very all woods, small, quaint New England towns, yes. not a lot of people. And it was very soothing to me, you yeah. know? Yeah, that sounds idyllic. I, I would love that. That that to me is is bliss. Yeah. You know, the, the the thing that I had for me was that we've I've been to Australia a few times, and Australia is an amazing country. It's a continent in a country, and the wonderful thing is there's hardly any people there. It's incredible. You can walk around the streets at night after six o'clock. You can hardly see anyone. So, so for a country as big as a continent to only have 27 million people living in it, it's that so much. That is little. It is, isn't it? It's so much space. I mean, I compare it. Look, England's got 67 million, and England is like a third of the size of California. Yeah. Right? So California is three times the size of England. Wow. You, you, you look at. America. America's got 320 something million people living in America. Time zones. You don't even live in the same time zones. So yeah. it's, it's really crowded in, in some places. And you think of the, the calm and the quiet and the, the, the real peace that you get where there's no thoughts in the air. No thoughts. And, and that's, that's quite an amazing place. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. And as I said, um, we talked about Sri Lanka, didn't we? Um, and Sri Lanka is such a place because they had a big wave come over, a big tsunami wave come over, and it washed away a lot of the energy. So the beaches in Sri Lanka on the West Coast are really, really calm. They're really wow. gentle. You don't feel anything. So for me, <laughs> those places are like havens they're like oh great i'm not walking into an imprint i'm not walking into someone else's frequency i'm not hearing someone's thoughts or seeing that horrible big blob of purple around someone's head because they're thinking in a very quite difficult manner you know you're just in this really nice calm environment that's been cleansed and that's the same as the bath isn't it the bath cleanses us and in the same way a tsunami cleanses the energy in the land. And we don't realize that. We just never see it. You know, I wanted to ask you um, yes. before we end our call, you were talking about the imprint of energy. Dominic, do you encounter, um, so we know everyone's a spirit and we know that they're eternal. And I was asking the non-physical team, I said, what a ghost? And they said it was an imprint of energy left behind in the spirit, but it's not really, it's like a recording. Absolutely. You've, you've been listening. <laughs> that's exactly how I describe it. It's an energy signature that's left behind. It's um, If you think of psychometry, when you hold an object, it has all the imprints of the energy that's been next to it. If you were to pick up something that belonged to you, for instance, it'd have your energy on it. The same with anything like that. Ghosts are the imprints of the energy that's gone before. So we will feel it. We will be sensitive to it, but they're not people that we can communicate with. We can listen to them. 
because they'll each have their own recordings of their voices and the things that they were doing during their life. And one of the best experiences I ever had, because I've worked in that energy for a long, long time, was walking into a little flower shop in England, beautiful little flower shop. And it was haunted. It was an amazingly haunted, you know, imprinted, loaded location. And through the telephone wire, there was old English voices recorded. So the electricity of the telephone wire in the shop was picking up people talking in Old English, but about 1500. Now that's a wow moment, isn't it? When you, when you experience something like that, it's like, wow, this is great because this just goes to show that every layer is there and that electricity picks it up and it can bring it back as an EVP, an electronic voice phenomenon. And yeah. we can listen to it, we can reconnect to it, but we might not know what it means, but we know it's there and we know that it exists. So ever since then, I've known that it exists and I've always been intrigued by how we can access it. And the key to accessing it is electricity because wow. the electricity in the atmosphere triggers these different layers of sound and vibration and frequency. See, so it all comes back to the frequency that something's on and electricity can pick it up. Just great, isn't it? So cool. It's so cool. So um, I'll tell you my energetic okay. dose experience of a recording. It actually was visual. I okay. used to live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I, I've always been an avid hiker. I okay. always loved walking and now I understand energetically why. Yep. Uh, and so I was hiking uh, Kennesaw. And it was where a battle had occurred in the Civil War. Right. And I had been there multiple times. And all of a sudden, I was walking and I saw a group of soldiers carrying a flag walking across the field. Amazing. And I went, oh, my gosh. Yeah. There they are. I knew they weren't. I didn't, I didn't understand ghosts back then, you know, like okay. what they were, but I just knew like I was see, I was seeing that. And, and it's an acceptance, isn't it? Because it's something you wouldn't normally witness. You were there at the right time and the right frequency. What a, a wonderful experience to have in your memory. Because yeah. that's something that it never takes it away from you, does it? It's always there. And it's knowing that that's, that exists. I'll tell you a really good thing. When you look at a crowd of people, how do you know they're real? Yeah, you know, so Dolores Cannon would talk about this. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I've kind of just accepted that <laughs> reality is my perception anyways. And what's okay. real and what's not real. I've kind of been more loosey goosey with it and it matters not. And um, some entities may not be a human being, but look human and they're only there for a moment. And then there's some that are having lives and, and we're sharing a dimension. But as I've, gain greater understanding, um, this is how I would describe it in one word. 
Okay. Wonky. It's just wonky. It's not <laughs> like there's like, I'm like, what? What's going on? What? There's walk-ins. There's like, they're not real. They are real. They're projected. What? And then yeah. it, it does. And, and it's such a brilliant thing because when you learn to see energy, which you will do, you're, you're, you won't even have to learn it. It will just become a part of your everyday vision. You'll see people with no auras. You'll see aliens with very bright, very white auras. You will see ghosts. You will see creatures that are shapeshifters, that are not the energy that they really are, that are totally different size, you know, like a, a small thing that's a huge thing. And you'll see all that because you'll see the frequency that that particular entity is on. And we don't see hardly anything. When we learn to actually interpret the frequency of energy, we're going to see so much that we haven't seen. We share in this. So, I am so excited for that. I can't tell you how I'm excited because, like, um, I understand that I am supposed to. Um, it's so funny, you know. My child, embrace, embrace your um, ability for being the ambassador to Earth. Embrace it. And I understand part of it is um, not being afraid of energy, being telepathic, accepting more and more and more. And, and um, yeah, so. Okay, the less you limit yourself, yes. the more you experience. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I've been, you know, they've been mentoring me around, you know, to experience that's... more and more and more yeah. and more. Yeah, just open, surrender, and embrace. Surrender. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's an amazing thing because, you, you know, just seeing an aura is is lovely. You know, I mean, it's amazing, yeah. especially when you can do things and help people and connect people and share things. That's all good. But when you can see an alien walking down the street. That's or on awesome. The tube, or on the, on the tube or something. Like, it's like, hang on, I'm not supposed to see this, but he thinks I can't see him, but I can. And that sort of stuff is just mind-blowing because the connotations means that we're not alone in the universe. Now, we all know that, but how many of us have proof of it? I know, I know, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. <laughs> see, that's that's what it is. That's what the, the brilliance of it is, is that clear knowledge. Like when you saw your ghosts, when you saw them walking across that field with the American flag and their jackets yeah. and their weapons, and you could yeah. almost smell them, couldn't you? You could smell yeah. the, the people and sense them and hear them, and they were real. Yeah. Now, that changed your perception of what energy is. Yes. And, you know, um, I'm a very sciencey psychic. And so no, inf no information can ever be lost. Nothing can be lost. And, and doing past life regressions, and I think you do too, um, you know, we're entering that dimension. We can yeah, access. Yeah. The, the, the soul for me is intelligent plasma that is just a recording of everything that we do, everything mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm because mm -hmm. that's the regression bit, but also the progression for the future. Because we deem it as being three zones, don't we? The past, the present, and the future. Right, and it's not. It's I'd not. say it's past life regressions just, um, but it's regression. not. It's just, a, a, it's an aspect of you in the now moment. 
Perfect. That's exactly how I see it. And I think that when you agree on that, then you're timeless. Yes. And if, you, and if we agree that you're timeless, you can access all the knowledge that you've ever gained. Yes. Just think how infinite that makes you. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? It's just, and that is the one piece of information that everyone should have in their particular understanding is that you are infinite. There is no limit to who you actually are. Because if you were to realize who you were, you might be aware of you being an alien on a planet which you had a life on, or you might be aware of you being um, somebody in history or somebody in the future. But the awareness doesn't stop you accessing that knowledge. It's yeah. just being aware of it. So the infinite is all of us. Yeah. And how exciting is that? Well, it just makes it more and more intriguing, doesn't it? Because when you meet people, you realize you've met them many, many, many times before. And that connection that you think is brand new is it's not. No, it's no. been there for as long as time. So that's what's so exciting is you're just reconnecting every day. You're reconnecting with people that you already know. Yeah, it's true. That's exactly um, how I feel and, and, and view it. Yeah. So like minds, see energy attracts the right energy. You attract the people that you are actually thinking on the same frequency as, and that builds the life. And it doesn't matter what continent they live on, they will all be drawn together to be able to be close enough. So they understand each other. And that's yeah. what's happening right now. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Dominic, how can people reach out to you and I'll put the links below um, also. Okay. Well, there's, there's several ways as, as there always is um, aura profiling at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. There's my website, which is Mindsight, and Mindsight is spelled M Y N D S T. Sorry. S I T E.org. I've nearly forgot me on website and also my twisted and misunderstood podcast, which is on all the big podcast providers and in 65 different countries up to date in the wow. world. Wow. What was it called? Twisted what? And misunderstood. And misunderstood. <laughs> now, now you understand why it's named that. It's, uh, it. yeah, I've always been twisted and misunderstood, Isabel, ever since I was very young. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Six years old. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've always people. had abilities, but not, you know, not that blatant at such oh, a young age. I, I was every parent's nightmare. I tell you, my mom and dad were driven crazy by my my by my being and asking some really strange questions that six year olds shouldn't be asking. You know, I was reading UFO books at six. I was wanting to know. Yeah, I was going down the secondhand bookshops. With my with my pocket money and buying secondhand UFO books I could find in in the shelves just so I could read about them and you know find out about people like Kenneth Arnold who was the first guy who ever saw an unidentified flying object and those sort of things fascinated me ever since I was old enough to pick up a book so that's where I started and my life now allows me to explore the things that I couldn't explore in my 20s and 30s. So I love doing it. 
Wonderful. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And until next time, bye.